हरे कृष्णा वेलकम टू एपिसोड आई मीन भगवदगीता चैप्टर सिक्स टेक्स फोर एंड टुडे वी गुण रीड दिस वेरी सिंपल वर्स आफ्टर द प्रेयर्स ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञानतिरांधस ज्ञानांजन श्लाघया चक्षुन्मीलित तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थात येन भूतले स्वयं कदाह्यम ददा स्वदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरोश्रीयुतपदकमल श्रीगुरून वैष्णवांश्रीरूपम साग्रजात सह गणरघुनाथन्वित तम सजीव साइत सवधूत हरिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखान्ता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पथे जगत्पथे गोपेश गोपिकाकांतराधाकांत नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रि वाछाकलतरुभ्य कृपा सन्धुभ्य पति पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम नमो विष्णुपदा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिदस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्रीकृष्णचैतन्य प्रभु निनंदीअदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो वेलकम टू दिस एपिसोड ऑफ भगवद गीता सो विल गो टू दिस वर्स टूडेज वर्स इज चैप्टर सिक्स टेक्स्ट फोर विल शैंड वर्ड बाई वर्ड एज इन हियर एंड देन लाइन बाय लाइन आफ्टर दैट सो प्लीज रिपीट आफ्टर मी यदा ही न इंद्रिय अर्थेशु न कर्मसु अनुषज्यते सर्वसंकल्प सन्यासी योग आरूढ़ तदा उच्यते यदा हिनेन्द्रियाषु न कर्मस्वुषज्यते सर्वसंकल्पसन्यासी योगारूढ़स्तोच्यते यदा वेन् ही सर्टनली न नॉट इंद्रिय अर्थेशु इन सेंस ग्राटिफिकेशन न नेवर कर्मसु इन फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज अनुषज्यते वन नेसेसरली एंगेजेस सर्वसंकल्प ऑफ ऑल मेटीरियल डिजायर्स सन्यासी रिनाउंसर योग आरूढ़ एलिवेटेड इन योग तदा एट दैट टाइम उच्यते इज सेट टू बी ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय डिवाइंग रेस एसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जाए वेन अ पर्सन इज फुली एंगेज इन द ट्रांसेंडेंटल लविंग सर्विस ऑफ द लॉर्ड He is pleased in himself, and thus he is no longer engaged in sense gratification or in fruitive activities. Otherwise, one must be engaged in sense gratification, since one cannot live without engagement. So, just a point here, just in case people miss it. You see, when he is in transcendental, fully engaged in loving service of the Lord, he is pleased in himself. It's not that he is pleased with himself. he is pleased in himself him yeah? that means you know he is internally satisfied because he is connected with the lord he does not he is not pleased with himself like a you know narcissist yeah please that's why this in is very important not with him yeah? a devotee always by nature thinks that he is not adequate he is not doing anything so he is not actually pleased with his thing it's not like he is depressed but that in that attitude of um lacking devotion he actually will improve like that 
he will actually go higher and higher and with humility one can actually advance in spiritual life okay <clears throat> so when a person again i'll read the whole thing when a person is fully engaged in the transcendental loving service of the lord he is pleased in himself and thus he is no longer engaged in sense gratification or in fruitive activities otherwise one must be engaged in sense gratification since one cannot live without engagement without krishna consciousness one must be always seeking self-centered or extended selfish activities but a krishna conscious person can do everything for the satisfaction of krishna and thereby be perfectly detached from sense gratification one who has no such realization must mechanically try to escape material desires before being elevated to the top rung of the yoga ladder so if you remember the previous verse ஆருருக்ஷோர் முனேர் யோகம் கர்மகாரணம் உச்சதே யோகாரூடஸ்தசைவ சமகாரணம் உச்சதே ஸோ டூ ஸ்டேஜஸ் ஆஃப் யோகா ஆர் டிஸ்கிரைப்ட் ஹியூம் யோகா ஆஸ் வி நோ இஸ் த ப்ராசஸ் ஆஃப் லிங்கிங் அவர் செல்ஸ் பேக் வித் த சுப்ரீம் அண்ட் இட்ஸ் லைக் அ லேடர் அண்ட் தெர் இஸ் கர்ம யோகா ஜான யோகா ஹட யோகா யூனோ திஸ் தியான யோகா சோ மெனி டைப்ஸ் ஆஃப் யோகா அண்ட் ஃபைனலி த பக்தி யோகா இஸ் த டாப் மோஸ்ட் ரங் ஆஃப் தட் லேடர் ஆஃப் யோகா now that is called yoga arudha like aroha means uh, ascending avaroha means descending um what is that yeah aroha pantha avaroha pantha so the ascending and descending processes of acquiring knowledge that's another thing but aroha means ascending avaroha means uh, descending by arudha means one who has ascended to the topmost who has who is done with the process of ascending because ascending means is still going higher and higher but when you reach the highest there is no more ascension after that so that is arudha that stage so that stage is called samadhi and samadhi is a person uh, is a stage where a person um, completely absorbs himself in the thoughts of the supreme is completely connected with the supreme 24 hours a day he is not forgetting krishna so that stage yoga arudha elevated in yoga you see yoga arudha highly elevated in yoga one who is actually on that stage tada tada uchyate so a person who is said to be elevated in yoga having renounced all material desires he acts he neither acts for sense gratification nor engages in fruitive activities now here a very nice words are used in the um, in the shloka itself yada hi na indriya artheshu na karma svanushajyate so he is not acting for the satisfaction of the senses indriya artheshu means indriya means senses artheshu means for gratifying them for sense gratification he is not working like that now as we know um here in the purport he said one who is in krishna consciousness he is pleased in himself he is pleased within himself that is explained in this fifth chapter 22nd verse it said இன்சைட் the body so internally we are inside but external the senses are on the external uh, end of the body now sense gratification means looking for happiness outside in this world outside this body um, but oh son of kunti such pleasures have a beginning and an end adi antavantaha adi and anta adi means beginning anta means end ஆத்தியந்தவந்தக கௌந்தேய நேஷு ரமதே புதிஸ்ட் தே நோ வாட் இஸ் ரியல் ஸ்டாண்டர்ட் ஆஃப் ஹாப்பினஸ் பிரம்ம சௌக்கியம் டு அனந்தம் ஸோ இந்த ஸ்ரீமத் பாகவதம் இட் இஸ் செட் ஃபைவ் டாட் ஃபைவ் டாட் ஒன் இட்ஸ் அ வெரி ஆஃபன் கோட்டட் வேர்ஸ் பை ஷில பிரபுபாத் ரிஷபவாச்சம் 
नायम देहो देह भाजाम निर्लोके कष्टान कामानर्हते विडभुजाम ये तपो दिव्यम पुत्र कायेन सत्वम शुद्धेद्यस्माद ब्रह्म सौख्यम त्वनंतम Lord Rishabdev told his sons, My dear boys, of all the living entities who have accepted material bodies in this world, one who has been awarded this human form should not work hard day and night simply for sense gratification. This is called Indriya Artheshu. What is that? Dehabhajam. You know, who have accepted material bodies. Kaman. This Kaman and Indriya Artheshu is the same thing. Kaman means lust, sense gratification. Atmendriya Prithivancha. Uh, Atma Indriya, that means one's own senses, Preeti Vancha, the desire to satisfy one's own senses, that is sense gratification. That is the definition of Kama. Tareboli Kama. So in his in this word, Kashtan Kama Narhati Vidbhujamya. So he should not work hard day and night simply for sense gratification, which is available even for dogs and hogs that eat stool. Now, in the other verse, in the 522, it is said, Adi there is a beginning and an end. It's not worth pursuing such material pleasures. But here, an even more stronger word is used. They are pursued by dogs and hogs who eat stool. So, basically, it's um, giving us a strong signal, strong message that we should not chase these. Otherwise, we'll be no better than dogs and hogs, stool-eating animals. One should engage in penance and austerity to attain the divine position of devotional service. By such activity, one's heart is purified. And when one attains this position, he attains eternal blissful life which is transcendental to material happiness and which continues forever. The exact Sanskrit words are Shuddhyet, Sattvam Shuddhyet, means our existence becomes purified. And Yasmat, in such purified state of existence, Brahma Saukhyam to Anantam, we will be able to experience spiritual happiness which does not have a beginning and an end. So, that Nateshu Ramate Buddha, the intelligent persons who know these things, the difference between spiritual and material, they rather engage in spiritual activities which give eternal happiness. Why? Why waste that same time in temporary things? So, that is intelligence. So, here it is said same thing, Yadahi Nendriya Artheshu, Na Indriya Artheshu. Uh, he does not take part in the sense gratification. Na karmasu anushajjate. He does not engage in fruitive activities. Karma. As we know, there are three types of karma. Karma, vikarma, akarma. Karma means sanctioned action. Pious actions, which will give you better future results in this material world. A higher status of life, like that. Um, vikarma means sinful actions which will drag us down to hellish punishments or even animal kingdom and then there is akarma which is action without material reaction which is devotional service which is transcendental to karma and vikarma which is transcendental it actually is the devotional service to Krishna so that is akarma so these three kinds of actions are there and actions na karma so anushajjate he does not even try for pious results of activities because even those will only award us repeated birth and death our brahma bhuvanal loka and punaravartin orjuna 8th chapter 16th verse even from the topmost planet of the universe down to the bottom most is only a sources there are only places of misery from the highest planet in the material world down to the lowest, all are places of misery wherein repeated birth and death take place. But one who attains to my abode, O son of Kunti, never takes birth again. So, even if I get some higher birth, that is not going to stay. So, why pursue such limited pleasures? Uh, pursue the unlimited pleasure. So, that is what um, this is um, teaching us, Bhagavad Gita. So, karma sunna, karma sunushajjate, he does not engage in such activity, which will give any type of reaction in this material world. And sarva sankalpa sanyasi. So, sankalpa means actually um, determination or um, decision or um, vow. You see? So, anything that we pursue 
we have some kind of wow with it otherwise we won't, we won't pursue anything right whatever it is whether we are forced to take the vow or whatever it is we have some obligation and we take some kind of uh, commitment yes the commitment so sarva sankalpa sanyasi here it is said that he give up all kinds of material desires now sankalpa means as we know it's uh, here it is translated as of all material desires actually that's where the sankalpa starts from so sankalpa is our desire and then our determination to execute on that desire and satisfy that desire so desire is when you only look at the finish line but you are at the start line but to actually run and reach the finish line that is the endeavor which um, you know which we you know try to run and that's the whole endeavor in this material world everybody has some kind of a finish line they want to draw for themselves and then they want to run towards it thinking that that finish line will give me happiness but when they reach it they only realize that it doesn't give that happiness so anyway that's the nature of the material world but sank sarva sankalpa sanyasi he gives up all kinds of material desires and therefore he gives up all kinds of material endeavors now does that make the person lazy or he doesn't satisfy his senses huh? and he doesn't work he doesn't have any desires so what is he doing so it's not that he has become inactive at all akarma means not it is that it is there is no karma um in all material activities stopped karma means as we know karma means the action and reaction so karma means that kind of work which will give us reaction akarma means which does not give so but it sounds like akarma means inactivity karma means activity karma is also activity and akarma you know can be defined as inactivity also so it is certainly inactivity on one plane but it is only because there is complete absorption in activity in another plane i mean for example um if i am sleeping i'm not awake if i am awake i'm not sleeping right so if i am doing one activity i'm not doing the other um let's take uh, for example um a sports person now suppose he is in a school he is studying maybe secondary school or something like that but he is exceptionally good in sports and he is representing the country for some reason whatever it is now when he is playing for the country he is not found in his classroom now you may say this fellow you know he is not even not even interested he is not even here in the class he is not attending exams also he doesn't attend you know he is lazy or he is uninterested not enough uh, what is that drive whatever we may say but that's only because he has activity in something else uh, even the person who is lazy he is active some somewhere else because suppose he is just watching uh, video games he is active in playing video games how much that activity is worth that's another question <laughs> many activities are not worth because they don't yield permanent results in fact every material activity is worthless because of that so but he is active the principle is the point i'm trying to make is he is active wherever he is if he is not doing this he is doing something else whether something else is worth it worth the time and effort that's another question but everybody is active that's the nature of the soul to be active because we can't be inactive we are we are living entities so by nature we are active that cannot be changed now sarva sankalpa sanyasi so if all material activities all you know uh, material desires are given up that means what does he do so he has spiritual desire the desire is to serve krishna that's why satnyasi renouncer renouncer means satnyasi means one who gives up everything for the purpose of sat the eternal truth so that is krishna satyam param dhimahi om namo bhagavate vasudevaya this is shrimad bhagavatam first verse so he is the supreme absolute truth you see so 
Sarvasankalpasana. So every other desire given up. So that is also stated in this verse in the 12th chapter. 12th chapter verse 16. Anapeksha shuchirdaksha udasi no gatavyataha sarvarambha parityagi yomad bhaktaha samepriya. This word, this phrase I want to highlight. Sarvarambha parityagi. Sarva arambha, you see. Of all endeavors, Parityagi, renouncer, Sanyasi, renouncer, same thing. So, Arambha means start, beginning. Sarva Arambha means all beginnings. Why is it uh, translated as all endeavors? Why do we endeavor? Because we have a desire and then we want to fulfill the desire and therefore we endeavor. So, all the, our desire is the Arambha. Uh, the starting point of that action so if you want to go to your office then you will go to the bus stop or the train station and take the particular train or this particular bus in that direction and then go so your endeavor is to go to a place but then your desire the arambha why it's why did you even go there it's not that we go to the bus stop and then decide what to do now no, no we already have a desire and then we want to reach a certain place at a certain time and then we take accordingly our steps. So this is endeavor. So all of them have an arambha because there is a desire. So desires are the arambha starting point of all our endeavors. And sarvarambha parityagi. That means he doesn't have any desires for which he endeavors to fulfill. So that is sarvarambha parityagi. This is same as in today's verse. Sarva sankalpa sanyasi. Sarvarambha parityagi. Sarva sankalpa sanyasi. There is absolutely no difference. Because all desires given up. Then you, you, you may say, hey, but he is always active, he is doing so many things, you know, devotee, we are supposed to do so many things. So what is that? So that well, the, that has to have Arambha, right? The, what is that endeavor then? So we are chanting 16 rounds or we are, you know, trying to organize a festival or, you know, construct a temple or, you know, sell books or whatever it is. <clears throat> so what are they then? What endeavors are they? Those endeavors are basically executions of order of the spiritual master who is representative of Krishna. So Krishna has done the Arambha. He has said Sarvadharman Parityajya Mamekam Sharanam Vraja. He has said do like this. Give up all kinds of you know so called religion and give surrender unto me because that is real religion. So he has said and we are just following his Arambha. Endeavoring on fulfilling his order. A waiter um, he takes the order from the customer in a restaurant and then he just brings. He doesn't decide what to bring for the people sitting at the table. If he decides, then he started it. He is responsible for whatever it is. But he did not. He goes and takes the order and goes there and brings those things and serves them. So similarly, a devotee is like that. He takes the order from Krishna and he executes on that order. How he takes the order from Krishna? from the spiritual master, from the devotees who are serving the spiritual master. He takes the order and then he tries to execute on it. So that's why the Arambha is his, the Sankalpa is Krishna's. Uh, so one has to do that. So one should be busy, so busy with that activity that there is no time for this, this uh, Indriya Arthesha Karma. Mm. All this material kinds of work. So this is basically um, the principle of Krishna consciousness. Everything is stated in this verse that one should not work for one's own sense gratification, but should work uh, very, uh, you know, with full endeavor to satisfy Krishna's senses. And that is called Rishikesha, Rishikena, Rishikesha Sevanam. Rishikena, Rishikesha. Sarvopadhivi nirmuktam tatparatvena nirmalam hrishikena hrishikesha sevanam bhakti ruchyate Bhakti or devotional service means engaging all our senses in the service of the Lord, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the master of all the senses. When the spirit soul renders service unto the Supreme, there are two side effects. One is freed from all material designations and one's senses are purified simply by being engaged, being employed in the service of the Lord. So this 
is the effect of serving the Lord. So our senses, you see the side effect is that the senses are completely purified simply by being employed in the service of the Lord. What is this purification of senses? That means they are not engaged in sense gratification. That is the purification. The desire for sense gratification is gone and one is freed from material designations. One stops to identify himself with the body or anything that is a label given to this body like Indian, male, human, all these things gives up. So this is only possible if we are engaged in the service of the Lord, 10%. And to come to the stage, it requires training, it requires association of devotees, it requires a lot of uh, endeavor. Of course, Prabhupada said one second is enough, provided one completely surrenders. But to come to the point of surrender, it takes time, usually. And for that reason, we have to be in association of devotees and then this is all possible. So this is a verse from Narada Pancharatra, which is found in Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu. So this is the whole uh, uh, gist of the Krishna Consciousness Movement that as a soul we cannot stop to be engaged but our engagement should be purified uh, which is which means that we have to serve the Lord only. And sannyasi means not that only a sannyasi should do these things. No. Anybody who does this is in principle a sannyasi. May not be in ashram but in principle he is a sannyasi. So everybody should be a sannyasi in principle. It means we should give up everything else for the service of Krishna. Give up means what? Of course, it's not possible that you know you give up your whatever material thing you're doing at this point. You know, especially if you are having a family and everything, you cannot immediately give up everything, right? So what is to be given up? The desire for sense gratification. So basically, try to make the family all family members devotees and one engaged in devotional service even at home, reading Prabhupada's books. Uh, trying to, I mean, chanting 16 rounds, doing the Mangalarati, and eating only Krishna Prasadam, and whatever we earn, we have to give, you know, try to give 50% to the temple. If not, start somewhere and slowly work your way up and give, pray to Krishna to give you the intelligence how to do it. So this is how we have to be training ourselves. A Brahmachari, Sannyasi, they have to give 100% because they have no family obligations. But the Grahastha, he cannot do 100%. So, whatever maximum he has to do, he can, he should do. And the actual standard is 50%. But if you can, if one cannot, then he should start somewhere at least. 10% is better than 0%. Although it's not, maybe not as good as 50% yet, but starting point. And then going slowly higher and higher and coming to the point of 50. And then, when we always think like that, how can I do more for Krishna? Then Krishna will also make arrangements so that we increase our devotional service. And that means that our path back to Krishna is accelerated. So Krishna will accelerate our path. Hmm? Jayant in the comment section is um, giving so many emoticons. Hare Krishna. You know, you should listen to the class. So, okay. So, in that way, we have to uh, always progress ourselves in the path back to Krishna consciousness. So, the more we desire to increase our service, the more Krishna will give the opportunity to increase our, our devotional service. And pretty much, of course, there can be many verses which can be shown in this regard, but that's the whole point. And just to end the whole thing, I will... this. Uh, what is that? Anukulyana Krishnanusilanam. Uh, yeah. So, Anyabhilashita Shunyam Jnana Karma Dhyanavritam Anukulyana Krishnanu Shilanam Bhakti Ruttama One should render transcendental loving service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation. That is called pure devotional service. So, we have to come to this point of Anyabhilashita Shunyam. Here, today's verse, it says Sarvasankalpa Sanyasi. Here it is said, Anyabhilashita Shunyam. Here it is not said, Sarvabhilashita Shunyam. Anyabhilashita Shunyam. So, um, every other desire than serving Krishna favorably should be given up. Anya. Anya means everything else. Sarva means all. But, it actually means the same thing here also. Um, because in today's verse, Sarva Sankalpa Sanyasi, why didn't he say Anya Sankalpa Sanyasi? 
because he is talking about here material activities and um, in that it is said Sarva Sangula and just like uh, when the Supreme Lord it is said that Nirakar Nirakar means it doesn't have a form but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a form he doesn't have a form like what we perceive in the material world but he has spiritual form Sachidananda Vigraha so that is there so sometimes these words when Sarva is used uh, when he is talking about material we should understand the context Indriya Artheshu Karmasu so these words are used in the previous lines of the verse so this is men this is in relation to material desires and activities so in those fields Sarva Sankalpa Sanyasi and the word Sanyasi itself means one who has given up everything for the satisfaction of Sat that is a Satyam the supreme truth so that's pretty much the end of the session <laughs> so I think one of the short I think the shortest live stream we have had um, we'll take questions now Uh, we have Rajagishwar Prabhu is asking it is Srila Prabhupada what is Shil Prabhupada <laughs> I don't know who who said like that okay Dimitri Prabhu Bhakta Dimitri from Russia. If one has a desire to get out of this world and attain Krishna's abode, is it also considered sense gratification, not devotional service? Good question. So, Prabhupada many times said we should, you know, uh, go back to Godhead. And back to Godhead means to serve Him, not to go and disturb Him, right? So, in the spiritual world, what is that? Serving Him. So, if one is in the material world serving Him, He's Till already gotten, uh, went back to Godhead because back to Godhead, the, the connection with Godhead is our transaction of service, and that is the meaning. Actually, one devotee once asked, <laughs> um, Is there a difference between the fourth uh, shloka of the Sikshashtaka and the fifth shloka? Why does it uh, look contradictory? So, let me take you to that. Nadhanam. Najanam, okay. Twenty dot twenty-nine. This is the fourth verse of the Sikshashtaka. Here Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying, Nadhanam Najanam Nasundarim Kavitam Vajagadisha Kamaye Mamajanmani Janmani Shware Bhavatad Bhaktir Ahaitukitvai. Oh Lord of the Universe, I do not desire material wealth, materialistic followers, and a beautiful wife of fruitive activities described in flowery language. All I want life after life is unmotivated devotional service to you. So here he is saying, I don't even want liberation, life after life, let me be in the material world, whatever it is, I want to be serving you. Now, next verse, he says, where is the next verse? Ayinanda Tanucha. Nanda. Ayinanda Tanucha Kinkaram. Paditam maam vishame bhavam budhau kripayata vapada pankajas thita dhuli sadrisham vichinda. Oh my lord, O Krishna, son of Maharaj Nanda, I am your eternal servant, but because of my own fruitive activities, I have fallen into this horrible ocean of nations. Now please be causelessly merciful to me. Consider me a particle of dust at your lotus feet. So, um, you know, save me from this ocean of birth and death and put me as a dust at your feet, which is in the spiritual world, right? So, one devotee asked Prabhupada, uh, why these two verses are opposite? One thing he is saying, one side, fourth verse is saying, I don't want to go to the spiritual I mean, I am not asking you to take me to the spiritual world. And next he is saying, please take me to the spiritual world. And make me a particle of dust in the spiritual world at your feet. So Prabhupada says, there is no contradiction. Because when one is serving Krishna, he is already with Krishna. There is no separation. So the separation is only felt or only experienced when we are in a state of Vyoga from Krishna disconnected from God. That's when we uh, experience such separation. Oh, there is no God and uh, I don't care and all these things. Or even when one is trying to become a devotee, he still feels oh, he is not with Krishna because he is not, he is not purified himself completely. And that's why we feel oh, Krishna is in the spiritual world, I am in the material world, I have to go back there. But then, 
when one is in pure devotional service, he realizes that there is no material world in the first place. For a devotee, Vishwam Purna Sukhayate, whole material world is full of happiness because he's serving the Lord. When, we, when he's serving the Lord, he doesn't even notice what his out, outward body is undergoing or what. He's not concerned. He's getting as much bliss as he would get in the spiritual world. In fact, Radharani even said that I prefer that Krishna is not with me. Because when Krishna is not around, then I see the whole world filled with Krishna. But when he is in front of me, I see him in only one place. So I rather see him everywhere by being separated from him. But what is that separation? Now in the material, because of a lack of a proper word, to explain it in this material world, we use the word separation. But actually it is more unison than union. There's a difference in the spiritual world. There's no difference between separation and union in the spiritual world. And in fact, the separation, um, technically, is more pleasurable than the union. Which, uh, this is the Achinta Bheda Bheda Tattva. This is uh, <laughs> inconceivably one and different. So, that's why Prabhupada said there is no difference in both things. Hmm. But, uh, of course, I mean, let's see this. Um, what is that verse? Yeah. Salokya sarshti samipya sarupya ikatvam apyutam diyamanam nagrahanantim vinamatsevanam janaha Three twenty-nine thirteen of Srimad Bhagavadam A pure devotee does not accept any liberation, any kind of liberation salokya sarshti samipya sarupya or ikatva even though they are offered by the Supreme Personality of Godhead Salokya means to be on the same planet as the Lord. Sashti means to have the same opulence as the Lord. Samipya means to be a close associate of the Lord. Sarupya means to have the same bodily features of the Lord. And Ekatva means to merge with the Lord as the Brahman effulgence. Part of the Brahman effulgence. So, any of these types of liberation, he's not even interested. And in the ninth canto, 9.467, it is said, Matsevaya pratitam te salokya chatushtayam nechanti sevaya purna kutonyat kala viplutam. My devotees who are always satisfied to be engaged in my loving service are not interested even in the four principles of liberation salokya, sarupya, samipya, and sarshti. Although these are automatically achieved by their service, what then is, is to be said of such perishable happiness as elevation to the higher planetary systems? So here it is said that. They're not even interested in going back to go home, back to Godhead. Because they don't feel qualified to be with Krishna in their humility. But although these are automatically achieved by the service, so Krishna is kind enough that he will take him back to Godhead. So going back to Godhead means to serve him, going back to serve him, serving Godhead. And of course, one will be taken back by the mercy of Krishna, but we should not be demanding Krishna for that. A devotee, a pure devotee does not demand. Hmm. So I hope that is clear. Dheeraj is asking, and are harmless recreational activities like playing cricket or any indoor/outdoor sports are they also sense gratification? Yeah. In fact, if you see the uh, what is that code of conduct for devotees, you know, in the in the early days, there's uh, this thing for temple devotees what they should do, and one of the things that Shri Prabhupada said, there's no frivolous sports. <laughs> so, you think, we think maybe it is harmless, but actually, they're still harmful because, you know, this verse. Here, It is said that even Vishnu Puran Sahanistan Mahachidram Samoha Sachavibhramaha Yanmohurtam Shanamvapi Vasudevam Nachintayet. If even for a moment remembrance of Vasudev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is missed, that is the greatest loss, that is the greatest illusion, and that is the greatest anomaly. So we forget when we play all these things, you know, when we get engrossed in material activities, we forget. So therefore, they are, uh, they are not. 
serious devotees should not be engaged in these things. Vijay Sharma Prabhu is asking, what if someone is doing mixed Krishna consciousness and it doesn't seem possible to give up everything material? One should continue in his position to hear because with hearing and chanting one will now you're saying what it does not seem possible to give up so what become what seems impossible will become possible if we you know read and we keep reading and we follow all the instructions and pray to krishna please krishna take me out of this mess family entanglement and let me become more and more krishna conscious let me be more devoted to you let me serve you but if my desire is to be happy in a family life all right you know i have a you know um, krishna conscious wife or sons and this and that and in that way one becomes complacent and he rather likes the family situation rather than the spiritual i mean krishna consciousness we should know where our attachment is inclined towards you know although you know we may externally seem like you know devotees and everything we definitely have a sense of belonging to the family and the attachment the comfort that home brings so we should pray to krishna to you know take us out of that and to be able to pray like that one must understand the importance so therefore one must keep reading shri prabhupada's books and trying to put everything into uh, practice if we follow our sadhana very well and you know uh, reading and chanting nicely and engaging in mangalarti eating only krishna prasadam and be serious then everything will the desires will properly be aligned and krishna then will make arrangement now for one thing is sure it is impossible you are saying it doesn't seem possible to give up it is completely impossible on our own krishna has to make the arrangement and krishna can make the arrangement nothing is impossible for him for us it's impossible but for him is nothing so he can do it but why isn't he doing it because our desire is something else or you know we have to wait for the right opportune moment but if we desire krishna will make the arrangement and uh, um, his grace nagopal prabhu he 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 used to mention many times that he was just strictly following all the rules and regulations given by shri prabhupada and he was even thinking in, when he was in family life like when he had his wife around uh, he was thinking um, you know maybe this can go on until 90 years old you know there's no need to take sanyas or nothing like that but then at the same time he also wanted to preach you know you know make this prabhupada movement known worldwide and you know preach and make more devotees open more temples he had he had this um vision at the time and uh, and then when he lost his wife his wife passed away in 2005 and exactly at the time when he was 50 years old now she was cooperative she was devotee and everything but the thing is if she was around it's not that we pray for anybody to pass away but snugopal prabhu himself told like that but if that if she was around it would be difficult for him to travel and you know uh, to all the countries that he has traveled and now we have such so many temples in iskm because of his travels hmm. so he wouldn't be able he wouldn't have been able to do that so he took it as a blessing from krishna although his wife was very very cooperative there was no disagreement between him and his wife mataji um, but still he considered it a blessing that she is no more uh, because now he can focus on fully on the field of preaching of course with this virus now it's he's uh, apparently tied here but you know i mean this, this is also not going to be a permanent situation so let's see uh, but the thing is going on and the movement has already started in all many countries so it will only progress from here on so at every point there is always a chance to improve our service even if the wife is super, super cooperative um even then you know of course when the wife is super cooperative she should also cooperate with the man's desire to take sanyas and he should also have the desire to take sanyas 
but you know these things are difficult for many people it is painful in fact prabhupada was saying he was horrified when you know he was in household life and his in his dream bhaktasiddhant saraswati thakur came and pulled him by the ear prabhupada was horrified how can i leave the family that's how it is when one is in family life the illusion is so so strong that you know uh, one cannot think of leaving it but by the spiritual master's mercy by krishna's mercy anything is possible that's why it, it is said mukam karoti vachalam pangum langhate girim that means a dumb man will be able to speak become not just speak become an orator and the lame man can climb mountains by the mercy of the guru and that exactly this is what it means to do these things is like climbing a mountain but it is possible by the mercy of mercy of guru and krishna so we just have to um, follow everything in the meantime and you know pray for krishna pray to krishna to increase our service uh Dimitri is saying people like sports because this way men can watch of watch girls and enjoy senses. Yeah. If you see sports like tennis when the woman plays with a, such a short skirt I mean swimming what do they actually see? These are all you know very uh, frivolous activities. Dheeraj, is it practically possible to be in Krishna consciousness 100% without performing any performing any self-motivated nonsensical material activities? I mean, sometimes I get bored when I try to do only Krishna conscious activities without anything else. Please guide. It's because of so much available sense gratification. If that sense gratification was not allowed, we would be engaged in Krishna consciousness. But with this 21st century technology, it... sense gratification is available at the fingertips so if you are bored that means we haven't understood the principle of krishna consciousness krishna consciousness is not an imposition on the mind actually when one is in krishna consciousness the material activity will be very boring like if you are for example let's take this if you are a devotee i mean for those devotees they will know that if they hang around a little bit with the non devotees the topics are extremely boring there's no substance there's no meaning in those conversations just talking about some mundane things and it is exhausting such conversation but here we can talk about krishna forever we can always have very enlightening conversations about krishna parasparanu kathanam pavanam bhagavad yashah so these are all purifying conversations and very enlivening conversations enlivening discussions topics whereas the materialists what they have talking about the corona virus or talking about this politician did this wrong and that or this team won and that team lost and ultimately they do hold in no meaning in life and it's just exhausting participating in such conversations for devotees at least the materialists may be very very interested in such because they are not devotees so for the devotee material activities are very very boring not just boring boring is a word it's meaningless you know it is pointless you are in a place where all the conversation is pointless so why even be there you think like you're wasting your time so we need to get that attraction for krishna consciousness and that that's why we have to read prabhupada's books if we read his books then of course we are not in the level of haridas thakur where you know the whole 22 hours you know we can chant hari krishna you know we we have no such stability but therefore shri prabhupada gave us many different types of activities if you are if you are unable to do one activity for long then try another one maybe you know try harmonium for a while you know practice some mridanga practice some harmonium go out and you know, distribute some books hmm. push yourself and then do some service get yourself some service and do it if you don't know what to do then ask the devotees what i can do from where i am so you know you find out like that and then engage in some service Uh, <clears throat> so that will be very helpful constructive recreation yes it is said you nidrahara viharasya ha bhagavad bhagavad gita chapter 6 text i guess 17 yukta hara viharasya yukta cheshtasya karmasu yukta svapnavabho yukta svapnavabodhasya yogo bhavati dukkhaha he who is regulated in his habits of eating sleeping recreation and work can mitigate all material pains by practicing the yoga system so here the word recreation is used 
Viharasya means recreation. Now, this recreation can be Krishna conscious recreation. Like reading a story about Krishna, that's recreation. Learning some harmonium, you know, learning how to play it. Or learning some Ridanga, learning some Vaishnava song, learning some shlokas, that's, you may, you may say that is study, uh, but, <laughs> uh, or you may, you know, do something which is, uh, maybe some video editing or write some article for Krishna. Something like that. We can change our engagements, but keep it related with Krishna. Yeah, we are not on the level of Haridas Thakur that we can chant Hare Krishna all the time. But we can engage in Krishna's service this way or that. Actually, honestly, without stay, without having temple devotees' guidance, we don't, we don't get the discipline to be steady in this path. We always, our mind is just jumping like monkey. So we need to be disciplined also. It's not that, oh, my mind is like this, so I need to jump to this activity. That no, we also must endeavor to actually, you know, understand the importance of what we're doing and then fix, uh, train our mind with knowledge. So all these things are necessary. <coughs> Nelly. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Got answers of some questions which kept you, kept me haunting for such a long time. Oh, I'm glad you have the answers now. <laughs> the magic is here. I mean, this this Prabhupada's books. That's where all the answers are. Dimitri Bhakta Dimitri Daskum. When I was hanging out with my friend materialist, I stopped chanting and reading for two days because of that. Carefully choose your association. Yeah, see how contaminating. The thing is, even if you leave, if you are if you are sincere, then you will realize that what is this? What am I doing? Then you will. So you will realize and power of Maya, and then how meaningless it is, and then again you will come back. So that's that's the power of Krishna consciousness. All right, I think we'll stop here then. Thank you all very much. We will see you again tomorrow with the Tattva Darshan show. Hare Krishna, Jai Shri Prabhupada, Ki Jai, Anantakodi Vaishnavrind, Ki Jai, Nithai, Gaur Primanande, Hari Hari Bol, Hare Krishna.